0: Inauguration Day. I'm truly honored to be your next president. Twice impeached president departs. The movement we started is only just beginning. Unprecedented security. More than 25,000 National Guard men and women are here in support. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, in just a matter of hours, there will be a new president of the United States. It's Inauguration Day for Joe Biden, and the ceremony will take place two weeks after a mob stormed the U.S. Capitol. President Trump leaves shortly for Florida. He has snubbed Mr. Biden and has gone against all transition traditions. Vice President Pence and the top Republicans in Congress will not be there to see him off. They will attend the swearing-in. Our CBS News team coverage begins with correspondent Nancy Cordes at the Capitol. This is a view that never gets old, where President-elect Biden will deliver his inaugural address in a few short hours. But first, this morning, he'll attend mass. At the Cathedral of St. Matthew the Apostle, just down the road, Republican leaders Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy will join him at the service, as will Democratic leaders. Mr. Biden then heads here to the Capitol, where he'll be sworn in by Chief Justice John Roberts. Vice President-elect Kamala Harris will be sworn in by Justice Sonia Sotomayor. The Bidens are then going to head to Arlington National Cemetery to lay a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And finally... Mr. Biden will then be escorted to the White House, followed by a virtual inaugural parade. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President-elect Biden will get right to work. He's expected to sign 15 executive orders and take two more executive actions today, including a nationwide mask mandate on federal property and creation of a White House office to respond to the coronavirus. Mr. Biden is also expected to propose legislation laying out a path to citizenship for undocumented immigrants. I'm Cammy McCormick. President Trump has granted clemency to 143 people. They include politicians like Detroit's former mayor and two former Republican lawmakers who were convicted of corruption. Former advisor Steve Bannon, who was charged with defrauding donors to a charity, funding the border wall. Bannon's pardon wasn't certain and was last minute. He also pardoned celebrities like rapper Lil Wayne. He did not extend preemptive pardons to his children or himself. He'd been advised doing so would be an admission of guilt. Mr. Trump also released a farewell video, as we hear from CBS's Paula Reed, We did what we came here to do. And so much more. Even with just hours left in his presidency, Mr. Trump refused to refer to President-elect Joe Biden by name, though he did say he praised for the success of the new administration. We extend our best wishes, and we also want them to have luck. He tried to distance himself from his own words two weeks ago. Political violence is an attack on everything we cherish as Americans. But yesterday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell was clear about who he thinks is responsible for the riot. The mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. Downtown Washington is under lockdown for today's inauguration. There are security barriers everywhere and armed members of the National Guard. CBS's Jeff Pegues. The FBI is vetting the more than 25,000 National Guard troops monitoring the city over concerns of an insider attack. At least 12 have been removed from their post. Two were identified for possible ties to extremist groups. The other 10 were flagged for unrelated issues like outstanding legal problems. We're not taking any chances. They're being removed from the line. Uh, We'll ask questions later. A law enforcement source tells CBS News that there is growing concern over domestic violent extremists potentially using drones to disrupt the inauguration, which could be weaponized or crash into targets. The FBI has made more than 100 arrests following the Capitol assault. Including Brendan Hunt of Queens, New York, who, according to the criminal complaint, called for the public execution of members of Congress. Hunt faces up to 10 years in prison if convicted. And the FBI is warned about the possibility of violence in state capitals. There is a heavy security presence in many of them all over the country. Michigan's governor, Democrat Gretchen Whitmer, is part of a bipartisan group of governors in D.C. for the swearing-in. She tells CBS this morning it is a time of unity. Well, it's not going to happen overnight, but it starts with having a leader who speaks to our common ground and our ideals and does the hard work of reaching out. It's difficult. It's incredibly hard in this moment. However, uh, it's more important than ever. We have a common enemy that is a virus. Joe Biden says the pandemic will be his top priority. The U.S. coronavirus death toll now tops 400,000. CBS's Steve Futterman. On the eve of his inauguration in the twilight of the Capitol, the president-elect took part in a brief and moving memorial paying tribute to those who have died of COVID-19. To heal, we must remember. It's hard sometimes to remember. Vice President-elect Harris also spoke. We grieve and begin healing together. And as the service took place, 400 lights were lit along the Lincoln Memorial Reflecting Pool in tribute to the 400,000 who have lost their lives. Infectious disease specialist Dr. Uzma Syed says new, more contagious variants of the virus are likely to push numbers much higher in the weeks ahead. The models are predicting that we can see an additional 100,000 more deaths in a very short amount of time, even within a month. New York City says it could be out of COVID vaccine by tomorrow, underscoring the supply versus demand problems that are playing out all over the country. For the first time, there will be a woman on the field at the Super Bowl. Sarah Thomas, who's been in the league for six years, has been selected for the officiating crew. Hall of Fame baseball pitcher Don Sutton has died. He won 324 games in the majors, had a long stint with the L.A. Dodgers. He was 75 and had cancer. No Mega Millions winner last night. The jackpot reaches $970 million on Friday. Powerball tonight is worth $730 million. Neither prize has had a big winner for four months. A Wisconsin girl has a role in today's Washington festivities. CBS's Meg Oliver says she's done some good during the pandemic for people finding it tough to afford food. Last spring, 8-year-old Morgan Marsh McGlone started a virtual lemonade stand Here you go. to raise money for a local food charity that lets people pay what they can. People with food insecurity just have another thing to worry about. How much money did you raise overall? $53,000. The second grader even caught the attention of President-elect joe biden's inaugural team when they called you and asked you to speak at the inauguration what went through your mind um first i asked mom what was an inauguration (laughs) because i never heard of that before she will deliver a virtual speech and will hand off to tom hanks i didn't even know who tom hanks was i was like tom hanks meg oliver cbs news madison wisconsin and that's the cbs world news roundup i'm steve kathan cbs news